0: Welcome to Mental Prison Break, the best motivational, educational, and inspirational show ever. Are you trapped in your own prison? Are you searching? Are you looking for answers? Do you want solutions? Break out of your mental prison now. No more holding yourself in prison. No more mediocrity. No more limiting beliefs holding you back. Success is waiting for you to break out and turn the key. The host of Mental Prison Break Podcast is Douglas the Coach, giving you fire and fuel you need to ignite your passion into excellence. Thank you for joining me today on Mental Prison Break. I am your host, Douglas the Coach. Now, if you appreciate this podcast in any way, Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and your family. And that positive feedback will help Mental Prison Break continue to expand and continue to grow. And I'd like to thank you in advance for your positive feedback. Welcome back to my story, part four. In part three, I left off at the point of me returning to pursue and complete a psychology degree. In 2004, I graduated with my degree in psychology. And I was fortunate to receive the award of who's who in psychology when I graduated. At the time, I was working at Kaiser Hospital in addiction medicine, and I began looking for something more challenging in the field of psychology. I was also slightly burnt out and wanted a break because that last year working really hard to have everything finalized for graduation with minimal sleep and working the night shift I was just somewhat burnt out and wanted a break. I was also slightly frustrated because all those psychology classes that I took, the answers that I was looking for, I was disappointed because I didn't receive those answers. So a part of me felt like I had worked so hard and yet the answers that I did receive were so little in comparison, especially regarding the psychology of success. So I thought I would work more in the field of psychology while at the same time, continue to search for more answers and to avoid complacency. I was looking for bigger challenges, but little did I know I would be receiving exactly that intense challenges. So in 2006, I begin employment in forensics at a state hospital prison facility. Talk about challenging. Well, that's exactly what I got. That facility is bombarded with challenges. Now, working at this state facility in forensics, you're not only dealing with forensics, which is criminal behavior and the legal system, but you're also dealing with mental illness, which many call behavior medicine. So translation, you're almost dealing with the worst of the worst population, forensic medicine and behavior medicine. But working at this facility was very challenging. One of the most different settings I had ever worked. Not only were there challenges with the patient population, but also hospital systemic challenges. Like for an example, we work cycles, which you work six days a week for four weeks in a row. That fifth and sixth weekend, you get a three day weekend off. And this translates to working between 22 and 24 days a month while normal people and the rest of the world only work 20 days a month. And working these grueling cycles just sets you up for burnout. And many of the staff were experiencing just that, including myself. But what's interesting about this facility is that it was very chaotic, but yet it was very rewarding at the same time. And in the chaos, there's many opportunities. Now, between 2006 and 2009, I worked on the unit, which I hated working those grueling cycles. And the only satisfaction that I got was helping the patients. Then in 2009, I was fortunate to be transferred to a different department called PBS, which means Positive Behavior Support. Now, this new position, I really appreciated. I was working normal hours, Monday through Friday, weekends off, holidays off, and no more grueling cycles But in addition to that, I had the coolest boss in the world. And those of you who are listening to this podcast, be thankful and grateful if you have a cool boss, because a lot of bosses are just plain asses. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this because I'm sure many of you have worked for them. And the sad thing is they don't even have to be that way. But since they can, they are. And if you're one of the few, the proud, the fortunate that work for a great boss, make sure you be a great worker. And don't take things for granted, pushing the envelope to the limit by doing just enough to get by and taking shortcuts in your job performance. But I like PBS for what it stood for. Positive behavior support to patients who were really struggling, which translated into they had no coping skills. And many of the patients saw great results once they engaged into our program. And when I heard of the term positive behavior support, you know, I was all for that. But we had five different teams and I was a part of a team and we pretty much dealt with the worst of the worst there at the hospital. And what we would do is assist the treatment teams with their extremely difficult patients with positive strategies. And you know what? The majority of the time these strategies worked. But little did I know at that time I was coaching and the patients statistically on my caseload saw extraordinary results. And I began thinking, why do people think negative? Why do people have negative behaviors in such extreme deviations, either blocking their success or hurting themselves, which actually includes both? It's like something else was controlling them against success, no matter how much they wanted to succeed. And I couldn't help but think and reflect about my own life. But in addition to that, you know, my parents' life. Like my dad had experienced levels of success, but why couldn't he sustain that success? Then I looked at my situation, you know, I achieved certain levels of success, but why couldn't I sustain that? So I began thinking, why are some people successful and others are not? There must be some secret to success. And if so, what is that secret? I need to know. And that became a major thought of mine. And around 2013, I was exposed to the book, The Secret. And guess who brought this book to my attention? A patient inmate doing a life sentence. How crazy is that? That's why when you ask for something, you can't discriminate because you don't know how the universe is going to deliver that to you. And if you discriminate, you are blocking your own answers and potentially blocking your own success. And the book was very intriguing because it explained like how you're thinking Shapes your life. When you're thinking negative or positive, it's things are manifesting in your life. And that was a big concept to wrap my head around. But it made sense. But as soon as the patient inmate mentioned that book, I actually purchased that book from Barnes and Noble on my way home from work because I just need to know the secret immediately right now. So I called Barnes & Noble on my way home to see if they had that book in stock. And just my luck, they did. And I was up late into the night reading that book. And I almost finished that book just in that one day because it was just so intriguing. And I wanted to know more. And I was fortunate to be exposed to books that's helped me on my new journey. And I've been fortunate to be in the right place at the right time to understand better how your thought process affects your life and if you're listening to this podcast right now it is no coincidence that you're getting this message you are in the right place at the right time so in 2014 I began a lot of personal development studies and training and that's when I decided I wanted to be a coach an empowerment coach in personal development and that's when I realized I loved personal development even when I was playing basketball I had to make positive changes. I had to develop into a better basketball player. I had to change bad techniques, bad habits and be positive in order to compete and succeed. And players who weren't willing to make positive changes basically just fell out of the loop and just faded away. And that's when I had my aha moment because I knew I loved basketball. But since basketball, I didn't know what else that I love. I was trying different things. But at the end of the day, It didn't give me that excitement like studying success principles did. So I started going to these different workshops and I was learning and I was going to these different seminars. And so I started calling off from work to go to these seminars. And trust me, during this time, I was getting a lot of heat from work and I just couldn't understand. You know, I had hundreds of hours of vacation time and sick time, but I couldn't use it. So it was definitely a frustrating period in my life because I was really wanting to learn And I was learning so much and making so many changes. Now, all of a sudden, I'm getting heat from my job. And during this time, I came across Napoleon Hill's writings. And I was fortunate enough to come across many resources that I'm going to be sharing with you with Mental Prison Break. Now, during this period, when I was exposed to Napoleon Hill's writings, our PBS department was eliminated because there was no longer a budget for our program. So I had to go back to the unit, which I hated, because everybody knows that on the unit, it's a zoo. But I just kept telling myself something good is going to come out of this. And these resources really helped me during these trying times. These resources helped me stay focused and continue to move forward when I was receiving heat on my unit. Then in 2014, I began a men's group for the men on our unit. And some of you may be asking Well, why didn't any females attend the group? Well, the reason being is because we didn't have any females on the unit. As a matter of fact, when I first got to that unit, it was a co-ed unit. But then they converted it into an all males unit. And this is where I began intense coaching with the men on our unit. And these men began achieving great results. And in that men's group, I began to see trends and patterns. If a patient was willing to consistently come to group, and implement success strategies, the men saw results, period. This helped me understand firsthand how these principles implemented can cause you to see positive and amazing results scientifically. Now, something else that's exciting that came out of men's group that I must share with you. I was able to collect some success data. So in other words, I was able to conduct An informal research study. My college professor and a couple of psychologists that I work with was able to help me set up some variables and be able to track statistically the results from a scientific standpoint of view. Now That's really exciting. So these statistics show that positive development or personal development does work. And in future podcasts, you will see how it all comes together. Then in 2015, I hired a personal development coach. Or an empowerment coach. And in 2016, I became an S-factor coach, which means success factor. And in future podcasts, you're going to hear me talk more about S-factor. And S-factor, here's the definition. A hard to describe influence or quality. An important element with known consequences and results. And what are the known results? It's success. That's it. So that important element with known consequences and results, it's simply success. So success factor is an important element that you were born with, but you must activate it to see the positive results. So everyone possess S-factor, but everyone doesn't know how to tap into their S-factor or harness their S-factor. And I'm in the final stages of completing the trademark for S-factor. Which is very exciting. In addition, I will be conducting future workshops and online webinars and classes to assist you in activating your S factor. You need to know how to activate S factor and you need to know when you're blocking your S factor. Also, in 2016, that's when Mental Prison Break was born, and the idea came out of my men's group setting because at some point or another, we're all struggling. We're all trapped in our own mental prison and we need and want to break free. And that's what mental prison break is really all about. Giving you the necessary resources to help you succeed and reach your goals. And these podcasts are to help you not make the same mistakes that I made and waited so long just to move forward in a positive direction. Will it take work? Yes. And will you have to make changes? Yes, but you can begin where you are right now. So that's the good news. All is not lost. You could begin wherever you are right now, but it is more challenging the older that you get because you're more stuck in your ways and you're carrying around more baggage from your negative life experiences. And it does require change. And it's real simple. Your negative thoughts and your negative feelings will block your success. So I've been fortunate and I'm really thankful and I'm really grateful at some of the opportunities that I have. And I'm in the works of launching a Mental Prison Break radio show locally that spans the Riverside, San Bernardino, and Los Angeles counties. But if I had a chance to do it all over again, I would have kept moving forward in pursuit of my basketball dreams. And my prayer for you is if there's one person that appreciates Mental Prison Break And it makes a positive difference in your life. All this hardship that I went through to get to this point would be worth it. And until next time, don't just make it a good day. You make it a great day. Remember, success is a decision away. Success is literally waiting for you to break out and turn the key. Thank you for listening to Mental Prison Break Podcast. Want more information on Douglas the Coach? Visit MentalPrisonBreak.com. That's MentalPrisonBreak.com, giving you fire and fuel you need to ignite your passion into excellence.